everybody, and welcome back to Spiritual Successor, a comedy video game design podcast where we take your horrible, nasty, cursed of nasty, vile, vitriolic, and you know what? Sometimes downright spiteful video game ideas, <laughs> and we turn them into the next AAA titles. How's it going, everybody? I'm one of your hosts, AJ Hart. Hi, I'm your other host, Blake Reyes. Spiteful? I mean, actually, we did make that one game, I think, that was, like, about stealing people's passport information, which... Yeah, that, excellent, and, like... Excellent. Mm, chef's kiss. I love the spite. It's so good. <laughs> well, I feel like I've always associated spitefulness as, like, more of a revenge thing. You know what I mean? Like, if someone's oh. been slighted, they become a very spiteful being. They're like, well, you you, you did me wrong once, so I'm just gonna fucking hate you, and you better hope I don't catch you. Like... Scorpios are traditionally like categorized as spiteful creatures. Yeah, but that's so wrong. AJ, you've known me. You've known me a solid five years. I'd say. Uh-huh. I say we've. I, if you know somebody for five years, you could say you've known them your whole life. That's how math works. Yeah, but I've. I, yeah, but I've never been on your bad side because we just synergize so well and we're so perfect. You know, I feel like we have been on each other's bad sides. I know I've gotten on your bad side when, like, especially earlier in our friendship. Oh, actually, I don't think I've told this story on the podcast. Can I tell? Can I tell the ice cream story? The uh, the one where you're in, where you're at your apartment. <laughs> do you not remember this one? Oh, I do remember this one. Yeah, you want to go ahead and tell the story about how you did this to me? The honey pot you set. Because I, I, okay, so uh, me and AJ have been friends for like maybe, <laughs> maybe like a year at this point. He's at, he has his apartment with his friend and his girlfriend who recently moved to Los Angeles. So I just like, I show up at the apartment and like, I don't know why I did this. This is like a real, like, don't do this. I just went to AJ's fridge and I, and I saw ice cream and I started eating the ice cream. Um, that's a bad friend thing to do. I don't you were recommend like a, it. You were a freshman in college, though, so, like, no one had boundaries or respect <laughs> for anybody or anything. Guy, <laughs> people that are freshmen in college suck shit, period. <laughs> Full stop. So, AJ... But Blake did just show up into my house and start eating my roommate's foods. <laughs> no, it was your and girlfriend's food. <laughs> it was my girlfriend's food at the time, and... Blake ate all of her ice cream, and so later on, the buck had to stop somewhere, and somebody had to get the clap for it, and I got in trouble. I got in trouble for eating food, and I didn't even get to eat it. Blake set me up and framed me for this. Which is so You're weird. right. I was not a very nice... I was not very kosher. Um, that was the only time you've ever been on my bad side. And for what it's worth, you weren't even on my bad side. It was really? like, you didn't slight me. You slighted my roommates. Well, I, no, I, I slighted you because she got bad no, at you. No, 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 no. I, don't, I don't blame you for that one. You know what? The buck just happened to stop on me. It could have been anybody. You know what? <laughs> Any of my roommates could have had to take the fall for that one. <laughs> Oh God! Instead, I, I was assumed to be the bad guy. And <laughs> <laughs> all right, you want? All right, I can give you a game submission. This one comes to us on Reddit. Been a little while since we've gotten some Reddit submissions. Mm, I don't know why that is, but we're happy to see them on Reddit. This one comes to us from Roldford House Flipper of the Dead. Did you ever yes, play the? Thank Did you so much. Of course, I've played House of the Dead. Are you kidding me? House of the Dead is like my favorite arcade game. Like, I'm oh, such a sucker for like arcade cabinets and specifically like games with peripherals, right? Like mm-hmm. House mm-hmm. of the Dead, my shit. Um, uh, Elevator of Death or something like that, like Floors of Ooh. Death, which is another like a uh, railgun shooter. But oh, the sh- gimmick is that it has like elevator doors that open and close every time you go through. Yeah. A I remember actually you know what's so weird I was at Dave and Buster's and they released a new version of that game and I saw it and I'm like oh what? shit yeah you like physically stand in an elevator that has like a monitor on one side and it was so cool I didn't play it because I was like the people I was with I was with didn't really like shooter games but they I, I saw it and I'm like wow that's kind of weird but also like you know freaking you and I have played a crap ton of time crisis like the one oh, where, like with the foot cra- time crisis. So, so the, you're, um, you're... there's one that I remember seeing in the Pinball Hall of Fame in Las Vegas called Prop Cycle, which is my absolute, Prop absolute, cycle? absolute favorite peripheral arcade game I've ever seen. What is you're it? on a little bicycle that you have to pedal, <laughs> yeah. and the gimmick is that the the gimmick is that you can lean back and forward and left and right, and it causes the like you're you're on like a propeller bicycle like from Kiki's Delivery Service. Wait a second, this is this is the orange cabinet, right? 
This is the orange one in the yeah, Pinball Hall of Fame. I, I know that never, you've seen this because you and I have both been to the make it Pinball Hall of Fame in Vegas. Yeah. You pedal. What do you mean you can't figure out how to make it work? You pedal the I, bicycle pedals. Dude, I don't know what it is, but I looked at I didn't play the game. I looked at it and I'm like, my brain can't comprehend how the fuck this works. <laughs> like, I don't know why. Because like, like how you described it, it's like, yeah, that sounds very simple. That sounds obvious. That sounds like any any bike riding sort of arcade game. But like I looked at it and I'm like, this this weird relic of the nineteen eighties is just in front of me and I'm afraid to touch it. <laughs> yeah, so, it's all this shit. Okay, so House Flipper of the Dead. House of the Dead is of course the railway shooter where you shoot zombos and monsters as they come their way to you. There's a computer game that you can get called Typing of the Dead, where you do the same thing. It is just House of the Dead, but you instead of shooting the things, you have to type up the word and it will kill the thing, which yes. is a really cool way to do it. Yeah, actually, I really want to. Uh, that'd be fun to play sometime. Um, but uh, staying in this vein of arcade games, has there ever been a house flipper style arcade game? Because you not to a, my knowledge. So what can we do to make a peripheral? Might I suggest? I when I go to an arcade, I love the games where I can just hit things. So I suggest we have this. It's a workbench that has like a bunch of different tools on it, has a hammer, has maybe like a cut, like some snips or something, or it has like a sledgehammer. And all of this game is about like hammering things into place. But like it's also maybe are you because this is of the dead. So is this kind of like you are fortifying a house from a zombie invasion, like all like seven days to die thing? So here's what this could be is what if instead of like the gimmick is that maybe there's there's zombies coming at the house. So you have to prep the house for safety. It's a mm. railway shooter. So you're constantly going to be told what you need to be doing and you just have to do it fast enough that you don't take any damage. Mm. But what I want to propose instead of just the idea of like it's just a hammer what if we go ahead and give the player an array of tools a hammer a saw yes um yes i mean those those are the two tools you would ever need any any time right a saw to break things and a hammer to fasten things maybe a drill maybe tape no 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 drills you just need to hit something with a hammer harder Mm -hmm. i think actually now that i think about it you give a man a hammer a box of nails and a saw and he can conquer the world can't he i know very little about construction i think you would get a lot of mileage out of a hammer a nail and a saw maybe throw throwing some throwing some like crazy glue and then you've got it like you've got everything you need why would you need crazy glue you have a nail and a hammer you can't nail metal dude blake said like a wimp (laughs) yeah Let me let me hear you say the sentence. You can't nail metal confidently. You can't nail metal. That's it, why they invented rivet guns, dude. Have you ever played Bioshock? Duh. Rivet guns are just fancy nails, now aren't they? <laughs> AJ said cluelessly. Well, isn't a rivet just like a big nail? No, a rivet is like it's it's different. It's like it's it's a metal rod that has caps on the end of it. And it basically Hey, could you fire- tell me what a nail is really quick? A nail is a metal rod a with a small sharpen- metal rod with a it? sharpened end on one side and a cap on the other side. Clearly different. No similarities whatsoever. No. <laughs> <laughs> so let me, so let me- my my okay, proposal is that you are given a space where you have a you have nails in one zone, hammers in another zone, and then a saw in the other. And you are constantly yes. like your ca- yes. your camera goes to like a door, and mm-hmm. you, like you immediately have to discern whether or not you need to start using the saw, the nail, or the gun or the hammer. Mm-hmm. And so, like a little prompt will come on the screen. You have to reach over. You have to grab the saw, and you got to start like rubbing the saw against. Like maybe there's just like a little plate in front of you that you can rub the saw against, and you can strike with the hammer. Mm-hmm. I'm imagining. And you know what? Maybe these... maybe we throw a gun in there also, because like to defend yourself. Because a I think what I want to do is AJ, I want to create a nail no, gun. A, like no, oh. keep the construction theme. A nail gun. So like, okay, let yeah. Me, can I pitch you on something? So I love the idea of doing this crafting thing. So what if this is like a phase based thing, like say, let's let uh, let's just steal from it. Call of Duty Zombies, you know, like how the the gameplay loop of that is you fortify your windows and then you can. I want to. Hey, Blake, this is a wild clarification we need to make because it makes me so upset and I assume it will strike you in the same way. What's up? You had to. This is the gameplay loop of early Call of Duty Zombies. 
the new Call of Duty zombies doesn't have a reinforcement thing where you have to repair the windows so the zombies what? don't climb in. I mean, I haven't yeah, played a bud. Call of Duty game in like since Modern Warfare Two, maybe. Because like, yeah, no, the zombies you can't keep the zombies from coming in now. They just climb through those windows. You can't like put up blockers in the same oh, way back like so you could back weird. then. Weird. I guess it's yeah, it's it's I, wrong. They actually <laughs> broke it. The problem, <laughs> the biggest problem with Call of Duty game. zombies is that they made a perfect <laughs> game, and then every time they came back to it and they looked at it and they said, "What can we change?" And it's like it's not broke. Please, please leave it alone. <laughs> Okay. And then they messed with it, and they threw in RPG systems and loadouts, and disgusting. You know, actually, my brother, my brother did pull me aside. My little brother James, he did pull me aside because Call of Duty is like his favorite game, especially zombies. He loves zombies. There was one where like you are in a noir world or something. Is it the one where you're on the boat? Because that one's really cool. Like I like that map. It's just that like you can't repair or defend. Yeah, like I, I I remember playing something and I really liked that. But fuck Call of Duty Zombies. We're talking about our we're talking about our totally original fortifying defense construction. Game. Yeah, the gameplay loop is that you have to use the defend yourself from the zombies, repair things so that the zombies don't climb in. But you, the only weapons you have access to are the tools that you have on your table. So it'll be like, oh, so it, it, you and this would be such a fun team thing because you have a person who has the hammer, you have a person who has the saw, and then you have a person that has a nail gun. Yeah, arcades, arcade games are going three players only now. No, no, no more of that four player bullshit. We don't, do, we don't do we don't do that shit anymore. So like you have to work together in fortifying your defenses, and of course it's like a railway thing. But of course those defenses fail, and then you gotta like use what lep- weapons you have to um, get through it. Is there like an upgrade system? Is there like as you go through the game, do you unlock like your saw saws twice as fast? Your hammer d- does three times damage. Your nail gun has a bigger, uh, you know, clip or I think magazine. That there, or there will be like pickups that you can grab in the same way that a lot of railway shooters will have like a little bonus thing that you could shoot. And then like yeah. all of a sudden your sh- your gun becomes a machine gun or your gun becomes a shotgun. There will mm. be stuff where like if you catch it, you can hit it and then your saw will become a sword so you can strike enemies that are close enough to you. No, um, you're- maybe there'll be something where like <laughs> if you hit it, the hammer does become just like a bigger hammer. I don't know a Actually, lot of hammer no, how variants about, how about other this? than I hammer wonder, and big I hammer. I wonder if you can do something along the lines of this. All of the tools start off as non-mechanized sort of like they're not well, they, motor they can't improve too much because it's an arcade cabinet and we need to make the game more difficult and then they mm. die and then they give us more money <laughs> you're right it is it is supposed to be a quarter eater so we're gonna have to do that classic house of the dead thing where you turn a corner and you automatically get hit by something with like of course, there's no fucking yes, time to react the, the Dude, classic god that outraged me as a kid for some fucking reason now that i'm thinking about it i actually don't want there to be the option to squeeze here's what i'll give you you can squeeze three people in to play this game together but it's a very tight squeeze because i think what i'm what would be really interesting about this gameplay is the idea that like you are constantly having to reach for something because you don't have enough hands to hold all three tools. And Ooh. maybe there's even going to be a system where, like, in order to reload, you don't just aim the gun off screen. You have to actually put the gun, you have to put your tools away. You have to mm. actually put the gun back on the shelf, or you yeah. have, it, like your saw will have a sharpness. And so you have to put the saw back in the loading zone, and then you can pick it up again and start sawing. Like, they constantly have the player picking up and putting down these props that they are forced to play with. God, that sounds like it would be actually be so much fun to play like in person because you're just constantly picking up these foam tools and just going Mm -hmm. oh god that would be so much fun actually speaking of foam tools is this going to be a thing where there's like something on the side of the arcade machine where it'll be like different there are different sensors around you not just the sensor in front of you so it'll be like oh the door hinge on the right side of your screen needs fixing so you need to saw you need to be you need to hit your saw on the right sensor yes, yes i love that idea that for way it's sure. not just like it's not you're not just keeping your hands in front of you and slightly moving them right to left to pick up tools. You're it's having like, to reach no, you gotta, up and right and down yeah, and left and then that, put your tools away and pick up a new tool. Yes, that yes, fucks. Yes, yes, yes. Um, <laughs> I'm wondering, is there any way we can toss in some more construction shit with this? Cause like, yes, so here's what I'll give you, is there will be like a little fold-out panel on the bottom where if you mm-hmm. get to the final level or if you get to like a cool set piece, you know how like a lot of like railway gun games will have like a moment where like you're in the truck and you're driving down with the truck so your gun becomes a minigun because you're strapped yeah. into the truck and you have a better gun. Yeah. We're going to have a moment where like it's like you're in a construction zone it's like you need to tear the floor up and then the panel, the, the clear glass compartment on the bottom, maybe 
maybe it'll be made of plastic. It will unlock. And then you can reach down, open up a clear floor panel, and <sighs> grab a, like a, like a, what's Hot. the big, like, the right. jackhammer thingamajig jackhammer, that you see in the yeah. Looney Tunes commercial? Yeah, like Oh, you can God. pick up one of those, and then you start. You hold the trigger on it, and then it starts shaking like mad, and you oh, get to use that yeah. for a little bit. Yeah, and there's and then a you sensor have to put on the floor. There's like the, a sensor the on the, the floor the level. below you. Yes, there's a sensor on the floor. Oh, that sounds so much fun! Oh my gosh! And when you get to do that so that part in the arcade store, like you get to that point, and then like the volume of everything of that game like grows exponentially. Like lights start shooting off like crazy. Everyone in their arcade will know, like, oh, over at house house flipper of the dead they got to the jackhammer scene and it's the most hype thing because the player's just over there fucking sweet okay okay give me a game I think, and then I everyone think- will think that you're super cool and everyone in the arcade will come over and they'll start cheering for you and it'll be like in the movies when people hey, play dance dance hey, revolution AJ, hate, except you're just disagree. standing there with a little jackhammer going i hate to disagree have you ever seen somebody's face when they're using a jackhammer it looks like jello Nobody looks cool when they're using a jackhammer. The, the, the jack, the thing that jackhammer is doing to the concrete is cool as hell. It's like, oh man, it's like it's just it's just tearing into it like it's nothing. That's awesome. And then you scroll, and then you pan up to look at the construction worker, and you just see their face go. No one's gonna <laughs> notice the player's face doing that because this is gonna be launching like confetti and sparklers and fireworks just indoors. It's gonna be so dope. Yeah, I love I love the idea of. I, I'm just picturing like every time that that high score is achieved and then it just smash cuts to some poor like Dave and Buster's worker like, God damn it. I got to fucking sweep up this confetti again. That's, <laughs> that's twice in one day. Like I'm done. I'm not being paid enough to. Sw- Have you ever tried sweeping confetti out of little carpet? It just gets stuck in there and it's fucking I'm done. I'm done. I'm, I'm got quit. And they don't have a vacuum. Of course, they wouldn't have a vacuum. Why would they have that? No, the vacuum's broken because it got filled with too much confetti. It's done. It's broke. Uh, it... I'm going to bring this one in from Brooke okay. Wilson at Guileless Argon. Twin stick bullet hell MMO complete with classes, raid mechanics, and dress up. Blake, how much experience do you have with bullet hells? I sank like 80 hours into Enter the Gungeon. It's like yeah. one of my favorite games ever. So have you been able to play Enter the Gungeon with a player with a second player before? No, because I don't have cool friends, AJ. Sorry. So imagine that you did have somebody that was playing Enter the Gungeon with you because they cared about you or your feelings. Just like really squeeze hard and try to imagine that scenario for yourself. You know, I was talking about the top of the episode, how you've never slighted me. Yeah. This is the slight. You didn't play Enter the Gungeon with me. <laughs> okay. But as you're saying. So imagine that you did have somebody that was super fun and loved you and wanted to play Enter the Gungeon with you. Ow, my heart. Um. Owie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know it's jokey joke, but like, oh, I'm sensitive. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'll make it up to you. I'll play eight hours of Enter the Gungeon with you next time we hang out. <laughs> okay. Eight hours straight. We eight will not be straight. doing a lunch break or a potty break. We, If I sit down to play Enter the Gungeon with you, we are clearing the Gungeon. All right. Yeah. First take, first try. We can do it. Probably not. But all right. Continue. Talk about talk about your bullet health. So, Imagine if that second player was shooting their fun gun and you had to be careful to dodge your enemies and your friends' bullets. Okay. Now imagine that there was a third player that you had to dodge the enemies and your two friends' bullets. Uh-huh. Now imagine that you were doing a bullet hell and you were having to dodge the enemies and there was a fourth friend, so you were dodging the enemies and your four friends' bullets. I, now imagine that you were I, dodging the enemies and your five friends' bullets. And we'll just go ahead and speed run this all the way to this. To, what's a good raid number? 16? 16 different people are all shooting their guns everywhere. And you have to dodge all of the bullets all of the time. This is a game where all of the power-ups would be bullet hell based where it's like, okay... You can unlock abilities that allow you to deflect or redirect the bullets. Yes. The paladin. This is an MMO. So like you'd have like a guardian class that is able to like block block bullets, but only from their front or maybe even only from their back. They get like a cool turtle shell and they have Mm -hmm. to protect you by looking away from the enemy. And so their shield, their turtle shell keeps you protected. You know what this game is? This is this game is the bosses in Near Automata and Near Replicant. Because the bosses always turn into like bullet hell situations. It's yeah. one of the most charming things about that game is the fact that it's an action beat em up that turns into bullet hells. But what if there was just 
a whole game around bullet hells and like the third person shooter bullet hell system. I want to pitch you on something because like right now, in my opinion, it feels a little bit too vanilla. It needs something. It needs a little bit of zest. You know what I'm saying? So Mm -hmm. this sounds like a game where say you walk into a boss room. Everybody only gets one shot of their gun. And that that one shot can be, you know, you can have power-ups, you can have things that dictate how those bullets move, does it have a spread, is it a laser beam, is it whatever. But after everybody has fired their shot, it becomes this Pong-like game where everybody's trying to redirect the bullets that are bouncing around the room towards their enemy. So that way you like you slide you swipe you swipe your sword and it basically reflects some of the bullets. So I'm trying to do it's like Let me give you this. Yeah. That's one of the classes. If this is a full MMO, we're going to have a lot of classes. There's going to be one class that does get like low di- like our cool DPS build will be like they can just constantly be shooting. They have yeah. to dodge all the time, but they do get the option to just shoot infinite balls. Mm-hmm. We'll have like a cool like like a ninja class or something. We'll we'll reflavor a these so they aren't class? just like how ni- how nineties. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll we'll retexture these so that they're all like actually cool and interesting things. But like <laughs> yeah, the ninja like a, class, <laughs> the ninja class has to play pong. The ninja class gets one orb and they have to launch it. And then like the more times they hit it, the stronger mm. it gets. And they'll have like special abilities. Like they'll have a special ability that's a grappling hook, so they can shoot it out and bring their ball back to them, so that they can throw it again without losing it. Uh, because I think if it hits three things, they lose it. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll have we'll have like like we were saying the giant turtle class that has a cool shield and can protect their allies from incoming blows. I don't know how I feel about this game because it doesn't really have any stank on it. It just is like mm. it's just it's like, just a fun bullet hell it's just a M- game MMO. But there's lots of bullets, you know, like because like when I look at like like the only real bullet hell I I know pretty in, uh, in depth is Enter the Gungeon, and the thing that makes that bullet hell interesting is that every gun is unique in how it acts and then depending on like what combinations and stuff you have like would dictate like all the crazy shit that can happen in this it's just it just feels like a lot of the same thing like i don't necessarily think there's a lot of variety there is a lot of engagement that we can get with this though because of the fact of like this is a scene that i think that we're going to be seeing more of i i was using near as a text play i wasn't imagining this as like a top-down bullet hell i was thinking something more like near or returnal which now that i'm thinking about it like those are the kind of the only two games i can think of that have this look and feel to them of like yeah it is a third person action bullet hell Mm -hmm. which man i want more of those have have you played returnal yet because i've heard some good things about it i just don't (laughs) blake yeah like blake blake no I don't own a PS5. I'm oh, not you, a real games journalist. Yeah, but unlike me, you have a friend that has a PS5. That's a good point. I do have <laughs> friends with PS5s. Why haven't I played Returnal yet? What's the deal with that? Looks like uh, your friend also doesn't care about you. I guess that makes both of us, huh? Can't believe it. Neither one of us have friends that care about us that will let them that will come let us enjoy bullet hells. But if we had an MMO, we could experience bullet hells with our friends for once in our lives. Uh, okay. Let me pitch you on something. I'll tell you what. Hit me with this last pitch to see if you can warm up on it. And if not, you can give me another submission. I, I am gonna throw you something wild because I don't know much about MMOs. But you know what I do know about MMOs? It's all about the fucking drip. It's all about looking sexy. Yeah, it's drip or drown out there, baby. It's all about taking that um, those amazing sexy selfies. There are Twitters dedicated to just taking sexy selfies of your Final Fantasy self. Uh-huh. This is a game, because uh, if I do remember, Brooke did say a game about dress up, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So at the beginning of the game, you dress, up, you dress your character to the nines. They have a fantastic dress or a killer suit or some amazing hats. Depend, and the whole goal of the bullet hell is to keep your dress or your, sorry, your outfit from getting as damaged as possible. And depending on how well your outfit is still together at the end of the bullet hell dictates 
all the rewards that you get. So obviously, if you in a bullet hell, you're going to probably get hit a lot. So it's all about trying to maintain your drip. And then, of course, like you can only ever take pictures of your character after a raid. You can't just be, go yes. bar crawling. So you because can. You, so everybody's going to be motivated. Beating to the have bosses in the raids is how you get the good photo spots. Yes. All the yeah. good scenic event, like yeah, spots are behind or in boss arenas. Yeah. Imagine like just a there's there's this beautiful bar. You got to kill a giant toad to get to it. A giant toad. You do have to kill the giant toad. Toad. Uh, actually, might I propose that you have to kill a giant mug bear? A it's mug? like a bug bear, uh, but it carries two mugs. It's yeah. the, the mug bear. <laughs> the mug bear. That's sweet. And he like, oh, that's cool. Because he like, he slams down the freaking mugs on the floor and it sends out like a shockwave or whatever. Yeah, oh, yeah. And he'll slam the ground yeah. really hard with one of his mugs. And then I'll have another one where he like chugs from the mug really fast. And then he opens his mouth and like five spreads of different bullet hells all shoot out yeah. of his mouth. They're all like just droplets of like just um, of liquid or whatever, and they just splash around. Yeah, but like, but they they're unique from most like vomit type enemies because they'll mm-hmm. bounce. Like the the yeah. thing will hit the ground and then it'll bounce. Yeah. So you have to watch the bounce of the bullet hell things, and maybe you can duck underneath some of them. Yes. This rules. Okay. okay. And the fashion show thing. I think here's what I also want to do. There aren't health bars in this game. Yes. Maybe you know what there are health bars, but then there's also like your drip bar, mm-hmm. um, and that's your fashion. <laughs> you won't start taking you won't start taking damage until you've lost all of your clothes. Well, okay, hold on though. If you don't give a shit, I mean, if everybody's doing these raids to take some sweet pics of their of their of their hot outfits at the end of it, I don't think health bars matter because your outfit is technically your health bar. So do we want to drop health bars completely, and it's only your fashion, and then we run with that like Dragon Ball Z burst physics, or like if you. You get beat up too much your clothes start getting torn up and ripped yes. to shreds yes yes and obviously there's going to be that element of by the end of this raid people could just be down to their you know to their undies <laughs> down I to guess, their fox and, and their socks i don't know what that means exactly but it sounds it like rhymes, there's not much there <laughs> it rhymes so it must be good um so you just and then but you might have beaten the raid but like Man, our, our paladin has one long sock on, but everybody's like down to their undies or whatever. Um, <laughs> and then you just got to take this. Then you get to take a group photo at the end of it. And that's the thing you get to post to Twitter or do your drip or whatever. So like there's and people will be so impressed when they do see you in the bar without like not shattered clothes. No, Whoa. no, like no, like beer dripped on it no, from like the, the, uh, the, made it to the bar in a full suit. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Yeah. And also I. I, is, that I would, a, is that a three piece? And I would imagine that the worse your outfit, I'm imagining that also affects your abilities, right? So it'll be like a, like a full suit of armor becomes less protective when you lose pieces of it. So I'm thinking mm-hmm. everything else operates the same way. Like, oh, you're 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 part of the magic class. Your sweet robes, the more deteriorated they get, I guess you lose your magic ability or things become lose potency or something like that. Um, cause I'm just trying to figure out like, how can we have their abilities be affected by their fashion at the same time? Cause like their fashion is their health and their power and their ability. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yes. I love this idea. So when you load up, it isn't about like classes. It's about like, what clothes are you wearing? Right? Like mm-hmm. if you get the grappling hook to bring your ball back, if you wear like the grappling or you wear a grappling hook gauntlet, so you can mm-hmm. use that grappling hook. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's all like you know what <laughs> you know what this is so weirdly reminding me of I, I Monster Hunter I was gonna say uh, Mucha Lucha a little bit <laughs> not the pull I was expecting go on continue because <laughs> well, okay so for those that don't know because Mucha Lucha was like a really obscure um, animated show from from when AJ and I were wee lads so it's a Mucha wrestling. Um, show animated show for kids, but depending on what mask you wear, dictates what power you have. Um, and like the main character, who's he basically has this really cool like red and blue mask, and he can turn into a pinball and just bounce around. So I'm it, this this game we're crafting here kind of reminds me of that because depending on what you wear dictates what abilities you have and what powers you are granted. So like you have you have the the um, the dress of um, the water, the waterproof dress 
So like any water based attacks, like the mug bear stuff just bounces right off of you. You don't have to well, worry about it. Well, you would think, but actually yeah. the mug bear, only one of his attacks is water based and it's the one where he slams the cup down because the rest of it is like acid because he's vomiting everywhere and throwing booze everywhere. <laughs> he is mostly poison based. He only has like two water based attacks. Okay. I, I, I mean, I mean, like I was trying to say like liquid, anything liquid just glides off of you like it's like it's oh, a scuba yeah. s- scuba dress scuba dress oh that you know people would rock that shit just imagine a person running through a raid with like a full scuba outfit and they have like the fins and anytime they walk it just makes that you ever hear like people with fins walk on like pavement it just makes that really hard slapping sound like yeah and like the scuba <laughs> dress would be really good to fight the mug bear but then you're in a bar in a scuba outfit yeah, and you look not, really stupid. Yeah, yeah, it's not like you're you like know. you look so stupid. You look like the biggest jack off sitting in their <laughs> scuba outfit in the middle of like a bar. Mm-hmm. What are you doing here, dude? You know, it'd be super fun. It would be super cool. Like, so at the end of every raid is like maybe is just a tavern like or it's some or some sort of event where there's going yeah, to be. Well, I think it, it's going to be some sort of like beautiful sight like yeah one will get you into the bar where you can do fun bar screenshots one of them will get you to the top like some sort of like fun temple shrine mm-hmm. another one will get you to the top of a skyscraper another Ooh, one will the get top you of like a like, giant tree a, where there's like it's all like a giant cherry blossom tree you know because people yeah, love that one, color. one of them gets you to a giant tree yeah. like a giant cherry bo- blossom tree and there will be like a fun little fort there that you can climb around in and take photos in what i'm thinking would be really cool though is like regardless of this location there's always somebody waiting for you there that it very could very well could be the same person who gives you your rewards but also comments on your outfit and they have to be sassy as fuck they're like oh, they're yeah. like their nose is just turned at you at all times unless you had like you show up with the appropriate outfit cuz you're right scuba scuba outfits don't work in bars um, Every week, he will randomly decide on certain outfits. It will be like the yeah. fashion it's report like Sir, in Final it's like Fantasy Sir 14. Destiny. Yeah, it's just yeah. like he, they well, randomly show up and they have like different. They have different shit for you. Okay, yeah, we can combine them. So we'll combine Zer. So Zer is the D- NPC in Destiny that every week will show up on a random place and you can buy legendary gear from him. The other thing that I want to pull from is Final Fantasy XIV has something called a fashion report. And the way the fashion report works is that every week a bunch of random gear is selected and you need to wear that gear and walk up to the fashion report person and they will give points based on like what you are wearing and how much it matches up with the things that they have chosen. I can't believe so- that. This has already been done. Like I, I, I pitched something that I thought was like original and cool, but here I am being outdone by like Final Fantasy 16, now free to play. Uh, Final all, Fantasy 14, now free to play, all the way up through level 60. Although I think we've been told to stop <laughs> telling people to go play the free trial, even though it's the award-winning MMORPG, because I think they ran out of slots for players for a little that, bit. That was a temporary thing. I did hear about that, which is like I didn't. I mean, it makes sense because, like, each account is a unique instance and with its own unique number. So, like, I think I'm they're imagine- worried about overpopulation more than anything. Oh. They are about to introduce bunny boys, so you know people are going to be in people there trying to hop in. Fuck. People are going to hop in. <laughs> so they're worried about overpopulation more than anything. So they've had to slow down the amount of players. <laughs> you know. That's I, there, there's a joke in there about like because you know like how bunnies like to get it so like the fact that like the moment they introduce a bunny esque thing that the population size just instantly booms the within population the game. boom dude yeah <laughs> it's no. kind of, that's kind of just funny in its own way <laughs> all right are we ready for another game you want me to give you another yeah one? hit me with another video game Blake all right this one I'm feeling a little bit saucy I'm liking Reddit today this one comes to us from Nuggets ten. 20 bloodborne cart just imagine german in his wheelchair step aside blake i got all of this i got all of our cool uh characters from bloodborne don't worry uh we got we got gascoin we got what the fuck is the main character called in bloodborne you know what okay i lied i don't know anything about yeah, this you played genre all of or this like game. maybe two bosses and then you were like this game is dumb and hard and and unbalanced <laughs> on true i thought i fought gascoigne and thought that it absolutely fucked and then i got to the other bosses and thought it was no fun yeah two bosses 
You just said two bosses. I think there was a boss that in before Gascoigne that I killed without even thinking about because I don't remember him at all. Isn't there like a werewolf or whatever? Gascoigne's a werewolf, which uh... fucks. Gascoigne turns into a werewolf in the middle of your fight with him when you're fighting in the graveyard, and it rules. That fight rules. I've yet to play it. I've never played it. Um, but like I, I've, I've wait. Watched okay, what- so neither one of us knows much about Bloodborne, but we're gonna try to make a Bloodborne kart racer. Okay, yeah, because I mean, bro, it's okay. How how fucking complicated can it be? It's, it has werewolves and Cthulhu monsters, and it's a and it's a Dark Souls game. I think we and understand guns, it. And but it has short guns. range guns. Okay, guns I mean, that fuck. only shoot right in front of you. Okay, I've played Sekiro. I I I know what the flame vent does. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's basically the same thing. <laughs> so I'm picturing this. Is there some way to do a Dark Souls cart game? There's two options here. One, it's a multiplayer game where you are going up against a bunch of people and there's like power, Bloodborne-esque power-ups, which I think is the basic thing. Or is this, you are going, racing through the streets of Bloodborne City, don't know the name of it, um, uh-huh, and, uh-huh, uh-huh. and are you, you are racing bosses the entire time. So, or is this like a need for speed thing where it's like you have to do like little races, like, you know, against like little piddly demons. And that's where you get all your, your blood vials or your gas, let's say. Um, and then after you grind for gas, then you can go to an actual like street race with a boss. And well, I think first things first, we need to decide what's what our cars look like, because when I think Bloodborne Kart Racer, it's going to be chariot, like, like it's going to be wagons. It's going to be like, yeah, horse, horse drawn. Is it, like is it horse drawn carriages or are we thinking like Scooby Doo wacky racers where like there are their cars, no. but they're all no. themed like fun no. monsters. Dude, We are going to do the need for speed of 1888. That's what we're working on right now. So you get you get horses and carriages and you choose out how big your wheels yeah. are and how strong your horses and how many horses you have pulling your carriage well like you can picture i'm imagining there are like uh, there are certain there i'm not i'm imagining some carriages were made better than others like maybe some wheels were made out of wood while others were made uh, like had a core of like copper or some other metal um isn't there a pinwheel boss in dark souls uh, I know there are the pinwheel or is that Bloodborne skele- that has I, the pinwheel boss? I know there are skeletons that roll inside of a wheel in Dark Souls Three, and they're very. Hey Blake, annoying. do you mind if I find a video game that we can make jokes about? <laughs> sure, go ahead. <laughs> I mean, I'm fine if you want to keep floundering in this pool. Like, we can do it. I don't think we were floundering. I thought we were making progress and talking about some fun ideas. But if you want to sit here. And make f- and 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 shit on our parade. I get it. I get it. Yeah, I'm gonna absolutely dookie on this thing, and then I'm gonna leave. Let me just <laughs> another slight to add to the pile. AJ Hart. This comes from Mop, probably Callum Philpot at, Mar- at Marvelous Mop, a movie tie-in video game for the first movie you can think of that has won or was nominated for Best Picture at the Oscars. Unfortunately, the first one I can think of is probably the same one you thought of. Blake, what is it? <laughs> Don't put me on the spot like that. I was thinking of Paris. From, That's uh, right. It's 19, 2019's The Joker. <laughs> so let's make a video game for 2019's The Joker, uh, which was nominated for Best Picture. Okay. First thing, you get to play as Joaquin Phoenix. Second thing, you do murder. Do murder? Okay. It's like a Grand Theft Auto clone, I guess, but like with a really bad budget, for, and you just go to like- stand-up comedy clubs trying to get a job. I think that this is what the game would center on is just Joaquin Phoenix is the Joker trying to do stand-up comedy. There wouldn't be any Joker things in it. It would just be a guy doing a clown job, getting attacked by teenagers that apparently just fucking hate clowns. Um, <laughs> God, wow, what a grim, dark world that that series creates that is a world where teenagers just <laughs> see clowns and then beat the go, fuck out of them for no reason. Okay, like don't get me wrong, I don't like clowns either, but I don't think that even on my worst days I would get a group of friends together to go clown punching. I mean, I don't think you'd go punch just a regular person. So like, okay, well, it's um, not a regular person. I don't want to get like, okay, look, 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 look. Like, I'm all for love. Like, clowns aren't <laughs> normal clown. people. <laughs> clowns aren't normal people. First of all. <laughs> Okay, so we okay. Side side thing. So 
We jumped out of one thing where I'm like, oh yeah, I've never played Bloodborne. We jumped into a movie that I've never seen, so I don't know what to Shut add up. to Shut up, you this. haven't seen The Joker? No, I don't care for it. Like, I, all I, all I saw from that, and like all of the, all of like the community I saw post-Joker was like, it's a great commentary on mental health, but then I've also seen other people talk it's about- It's super like, not. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I, that's the other thing I heard is like, no, it's actually, it's just like, if anything, it fucking glorifies awful behavior. Um, and, and then, but under the guise of like, oh, it's justified because he's the society is, but teenagers beat him up in the street. And, you know, and, <laughs> okay, those teenagers did fucking that, get him, though. Suck. They that like sucks. bullied him and then they stole his sign. And then he went into an alleyway and they just busted that sign against his head and then kicked oh the God. shit out of him because oh that's God. what teens do. Teens just absolutely find a clown and fucking eviscerate that motherfucker. That's what teens huh. do. Uh, I mean, that's why like, I don't trust. That's why I don't trust teenagers, Blake. Because I, I know, I know that if I get a group of teens together, they're just gonna go ape shit on a clown. Which okay. again, the, clowns aren't normal people, but they don't deserve that. There's also a scene in the Joker where he sees a kid on a bus and he starts making silly faces at the kid because he's a clown, and the kid's all for it. The kid's like, "Fuck yeah, a clown! This rules!" And then the mom <laughs> sees Joker making faces, and she, I think more importantly, she sees her kid smiling and is like, oh, "No." And then she like harasses and then she harasses Joaquin's the Joker for talking to a kid, I guess. Huh. I Bro, this movie sucks shit. Like I'm not joking. It is the Like and like you need to see it though because I can confidently say it's the worst movie to be like nominated for best picture. Uh I I don't know. I don't I I actually do have one big hot take about the Joker, admittedly. Okay, Okay, go ahead. Talk let's talk movies on our video game podcast. Give it give it to Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) It would actually have been a really good movie if the director wasn't in that point in twenty nineteen where like we thought that we couldn't make dark comedies because people were like like you know how like every like comedian over forty was like, I guess I just can't be funny anymore because I remember that. He did a whole interview saying like, Oh, I I wanted to make the movie so much different, but like the fucking cancel culture crowd, like just strong arm into not making it. I'm like, fuck you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You can't be racist. Like God. Yeah. But like, yeah. this is the guy that did um the hangover movies. And like, oh. there are moments in this movie that like, are authentically funny and incredibly discomforting. Yeah. And there are scenes like that where like, there are moments where I'm like, man, a movie directed by this guy about the Joker should have been like a knockout, but like it's so bad. And like, because of the time that it was in and because it was this weird, like comedian strike because they, they're all older and decided, Oh, we forgot how to be funny without being offensive. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't, don't get me wrong. Some people yeah. that was their whole stick, but like some people yeah. could be funny without it. Yeah, I I don't know. Like that that opens a whole can of worms on like okay, what what is comedy and all these things. For, for it's just cuz I don't want any fucking, you know, um confusion on what my stance on it is is I think I think offensive humor I think comedy that needs to be offensive to be funny isn't good comedy, you know? Like Yeah, no. Like, like you, can, you can have so much great. Yeah, you can have so many good moments in life and but not be like a fucking racist, misogynist douchebag. Like it's it, there's it, 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 it's if anything, it shows to me like just you are an insignificant person when you do stuff like that. So like anytime anybody like any content creator, even if it's a person, I fucking like I respect their work and they're like, yeah, I just can't do I just can't do my full art because you know the cancel culture <laughs> crowd, you know. And I'm like, you know what? You're just a piece of shit, and I I wish nothing. What for if you, I you know Blake Blake. But we all love making fun of people that aren't like us. <laughs> yeah, I, I, like I clowns. <laughs> I mean, clowns are different. You can, you can, you can hate on clowns. I hate on clowns. <laughs> we can clown they, on clowns. They fucking, they fucking like. I don't know what it is about clowns. It's the distortion of the face. Actually, I think I can dis- distill it down to that thing. It's just there's something weird about putting shit on your face, like, and it's just like a just. Caking that's why on I don't stuff. trust. That's why I don't trust anybody that wears makeup either. <laughs> Our friends, they wear eyeliner. Nah, don't trust them. Don't Fuck trust them. It. Don't trust that. <laughs> what are you hiding, bud? <laughs> what are you What are you hiding behind behind those luscious eyes? Oh my goodness! <laughs> <laughs> Let me give you uh, one last lightning round game, and then we could jump onto our nugget. This one comes to us on Twitter. 
McBuzzer, at McBuzzer, an ASMR horror game. AJ, I'm tired of people having fun listening to ASMR. I'm tired of people getting relaxed and get that little tingly feeling in their ear. I want to make people shit their pants. I want to make people have a bad time listening to ASMR. So, might I suggest, this is a game with no visuals. This is a game you play with your Alexa, your Siri, your Google, or whatever, but you have to wear headphones. So it's a okay. vo- it's a voice command game. So it's like you uh, maybe it's uh, there was this game that came out a while ago and I thought it was really cool and I think I Skyrim I, for the Alexa. <laughs> yes, yeah, Skyrim for the Alexa. Uh no, it was a game that was all about being deaf and it was like you it, the game was like it did have visual elements because it was like basically like you had so It was the game where you had like echolocation, right? And you could yes. th- throw a rock yes. and then you sensed everything near the rock because I yes. guess you were Daredevil or Batman. <laughs> Does Batman have echolocation? Batman? I think Batman's just yeah. a normal dude. He's just buff. Like that's he's buff and he's rich. Like that's all that's all Batman is. Daredevil's the one all with right. echolocation. Um, so I'm trying to figure out if this is like a game that is maybe a tech, a choose your own adventure sort of thing, but all of it is done with ASMR. So like, let's just look at something simple. You are coming back to a family house after, you know, 20 years, everybody's, you know, dead, gone, and you are going back into this house. And over the time, over like it, I like that because there's a lot of textures involved. There's the, there's the golden, like dead leaves in the yard and the grass, the old pavement that has dirt that kind of crinkles under your feet. You have the old wood bending under every step or like the little brass doorknob, like just stuff you can really just textures you could really play with and yeah but it's spooky but i'm wondering but then you do some sort of horror story that's audio based so i'm wondering if it's like you um as you go through the house like different parts of the house like have your like your old family's voices in them so it's like oh that'd be fun yeah you're like reliving it but like maybe it's incomplete sentences so like you hear you you know go ahead i got a good way that we can also make it spooky and make sure that they shit themselves uh-huh. I think that every now and again, uh, when you go into some of the rooms, the ASMR will start doing an ASMR like loudness of the brown note that makes people dookie themselves. <laughs> so like it's like a ooh spooky game, but then sometimes you get a hum of something. You're like ooh, my tummy's turning. You know, you know what we do, and just, just and like, we, of re- course we all know that the brown note is real. We just haven't found it yet, but this, we're, we will find it with this video game. I think that not enough research has been put into the idea of an ASMR B note. So, Perhaps it's something that can only be heard at a soft frequency. So this is what we do. This is no. The, I don't want to get too too no, into the gr- no, 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 grass no, no, no. with I, it. But I, like, no, this I can, is no, the I game. Can, I can get I can get into it without getting gross. So this is when you pull up. There's like a you know like some houses like when I when I visited you up in Oregon, everybody had their last name on their front door. So uh-huh. um so when you walk up to the front door and like and it's all covered in moss you just see, you just see the browns so it's like oh that's kind of nice their their last name Sorry the you would have to hear that their last name is the browns because it's an <laughs> oh, audio based oh, video that's, game Oh that's right that's right that's right like it'll So be the like, ASMR the ASMR person would be like hello everybody and um as you approach the as you go, as you walk up the great gateway you see a sign on the right that says Browns estate so this game is you think it's a horror game but it just turns out your dead parents are just trying to get you to shit yourself in their house because they uh-huh. want to laugh they just want to laugh at you from from the afterlife it's true <laughs> so and if you think about it that's what all that's kind of what all parents want they're like when they're on the other side of the grave they're they're thinking like I just want to see that person dookie themselves one more time. <laughs> and then I can move on and then, and then I can pass on. To Finally, I'll be at peace. Next. <laughs> okay. Well, I think that's a game. I think, I think we can dive into it more, but I think I'd rather go to our nug and our, it's our fight. nug time. Which one's going to be the nug. You think, I think house, I'm thinking house flipper, house flipper of the dead. Cause I don't, I can't remember the last time we made an arcade game. Yeah. I'm excited to be back in the arcade cabinet game. So, okay. So we know it's an arcade cabinet that has a bunch of different tools that you have access to has a bunch of upgrades throughout the throughout the game is this something that has boss fights or is this just survive till you die i it's an arcade cabinet so they always have like those enemies that are stronger than other i love the idea of it being a survive until you die thing but i do think that there are boss waves i'm thinking something sort of similar to uh like a gears of war horde mode so i definitely think there are bosses and that means that we can dip into our Patreon boss fights. Okay. 
Ooh, okay, I have one for you. So this one comes to, this isn't necessarily a boss fight, but this is something I think that would be a fun mechanic. So Patrick Skelly um, recommends untrustworthy merchants and their three-legged mount. And it's just like these two dudes that have a three-wheeled car. I would love... Um, okay, well, let me let me let me take a step back. One of the things I think older generations love to complain about when it comes to tools is that they don't make them the same way that they used to. They don't. That's true. They still don't. They don't make them the same way. Like files, they just don't work as well. Hammers, they just get dented too easy. I'm wondering if in between waves, a merchant truck might come pull up to the window and you can buy tool upgrades. And it's just really uh, just sim- like you could with your score, just like yes. in Call of Duty World yes. Zombies. Yes, 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 yes. But the thing is, is um, say they pull up and they have three weapons that you can buy. Two out of those three weapons are gonna break at it, like almost immediately. So it's like, oh man, if this thing works, it's gonna be actually no. Let's make it to where it's like it's one out of the three weapons. No, I like two out of three actually because then yeah. you're, it's it's bad gambling, but it is going to be a big upgrade. Odds are bad, you're going to lose a lot of score for it. Yeah. But maybe oh, you got you know, one the, in three you, odds of having a permanent upgrade. You buy like a just kind of an off-brand drill, but like it works amazing your first time. Works incredible the second time. The third time you use it, it blows up in your hand and it eats your quarter. You just die. Yeah. You just fucking die, dude. Okay. All right. I think that, I think that's a game, dude. Are we ready for patch notes? I think that's a game too. Let's go to patch notes, Blake. Hey, everybody, and welcome to Patch Notes. I hope you enjoyed this episode, but you know you know what would make me enjoy this episode? Is if you gave it a brand spanking If I wasn't sweet. mean to you? I mean, I, I, I've just come to expect that. You have bastard energy, AJ. <laughs> okay. Well, I just wasn't sure, sure how bad the sliding really caused like a rift. You know what I mean? You know, it caused a rift internally. You're not going to... It's It's one of those things where it's like, it hurt me, but you're not going to see the effects of it until 10 years from now when I've internalized it and really let it grow into something that was really disastrous. Hey, everybody, if you want to be really nice and help me get through this emotional trauma, leave us a review on iTunes. You know, do what you feel. It helps us grow, helps us get recognized by the gods of iTunes, um, helps us grow in those charts. And, you know... If it, you could it, also it, ask Blake to forgive me in those iTunes reviews that might end just like hey five five stars Blake please forgive AJ I think that that would also kind of like cushion the blow and might protect Blake from growing a 10 year hate curse for me and that would be really unfortunate for me if he hated me forever so just everybody please just a little review five stars Blake please forgive AJ Hart I think that actually, would save actually, me from you know this no, curse. No, 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 no. You know what I want? I don't want none of this forgiveness bullshit. I want you to leave a five-star review telling me to like, yeah, AJ fucking sucks. AJ, AJ hurt you. He wronged you. Actually, <laughs> AJ actually, Hart sucks act- on this podcast. <laughs> five out of five. <laughs> actually, don't do that one. I, now that I, it was funny in my head, and then I said it, I'm like, oh, but that would make AJ feel bad. Aww. No, that would actually be really funny <laughs> if somebody left a five out of five. AJ sucks. <laughs> I think that would be very funny. <laughs> That'd be so fucked up. All right. Until next week, guys. Thank you very much for watching. Stay safe out there. As always, our intro and outro song is Anna Monaguchi, an excellent song from an excellent band for an excellent game. It's Cheap Shot by Anna Monaguchi. I'm one of your hosts, AJ Hart. And I am your other host, Blake Rea. This has been Spiritual Successor, and these are cool games. That should not be made!